you know, we'll just do this. And uh, work. welcome, Sportscast Safari podcast on a Friday. How are we, Luke? Can't believe it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we should um, we should All introduce ourselves. Co-editor Andrew Coles, co-editor Luke Jaxa. Um, hey. Joining you on a Friday, and we did miss last week as well because, uh, yeah, it's been busy. And uh, but this is good. That means we have lots to talk about. So, how have you been? <laughs> I'm exhausted. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another coffee for the night. I don't know how yep. many get through tonight. Actually, I can't stay up too late tonight. Actually, look at it. I can't do. It. I can't pull a one a.m. or two a.m. tonight. No. Huh. So? Well, I got to be at Mike Lowe's house before six a.m. Don't I? Well, this is a very good. Um, a very good segue into what you're <laughs> what we're doing at the moment, which is uh, issue apart from four not of, sleeping, yeah, <laughs> which is issue four of Sports Car Safari, which is um, but weeks away. So that's probably uh, yeah, the most exciting news I guess we have. Yeah, Luke, can you give I us mean, a? Yeah, uh, we've been doing some cool stuff. Like yeah, you hmm. we've I've had rally. You've been. Mm -hmm. Goodwood. You've been. been at Speed Week. Yeah. Speed Week. You've been mm -hmm. on. Uh, a, a place in the world that doesn't have very good internet in the Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> story of my life. Story of your life. Yeah. So Going funny story. One bad, one bad internet connection to another. <laughs> so funny story. I've, yeah, we've we've been down for, for those that know the UK uh, on the Isle of Wight for the last couple of weeks, and um, obviously the internet's you know good internet is hard to find, and I found this cafe that um, that has pretty good internet. So I've been kind of working from there and I've been saving my uploads and downloads for, for going to this cafe. And then um, obviously we're in the closing stages of putting uh, Sports Car Safari together, which means I need good internet to upload photos from Goodwood. So I went in the other day and sat there and had three flat whites and, and lunch and sort of just uploaded all of this stuff to Dropbox. Then I go back yesterday to, to upload some more stuff. <laughs> then I noticed that they've suddenly changed the uh, the Wi-Fi password uh, at the cafe. So maybe it was um, just coincidence that it was you're on their you know biannual password change or something like that happened to occur maybe. when you were there. <laughs> Maybe, but it's awfully uh, coincidence that I upload a couple of gig uh, on their free Wi-Fi, and then the next day the password's changed. But anyway, yeah, I'm saying it's me. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get that? You got the password again, though? No, I didn't. I was too uh, embarrassed to ask. Oh, you have to. It. It's it's an ask password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It? It's an ask password. Yeah, uh, yeah. So when you came in, and they were they were like sitting there going, ha, yeah. this ha. again. You're the one." Stuffy, goes, you're not getting goes the upstairs, password. opens his laptop, sits down. <laughs> they're all probably there going like, sucker. Anyway, we're back in the real world now. So this oh, is good. Gosh, this, this is good. This is good life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess issue four. Hey, um, we are more than full steam ahead. You know, you know, in Back to the Future where like they're doing the, the Back to the Future 3 where they're doing the, <laughs> the, the, the railroad thing, right? And they yeah, keep chucking yeah. the, 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 the chemical logs in there that Doc Brown's made. We're on yeah. like that third chemical log where the whole thing's <laughs> like, <whoosh>. <laughs> <laughs> the boilers popping at the seams. Um, yeah. Yeah, we basically, uh, we got we got to get the magazine to print uh, by Monday. So yeah. um, off to the printers, ready to go. Um, yeah. So we've got some, I guess, a good thing about uh, working to this much of a tight uh, timeline is that uh, everything's pretty relevant. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of new, new stuff yeah. in there. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, one of the things, uh, I, it's the final 
Yeah, the final shoot to happen is I got to go shoot Mike Lowe's uh, fresh, fresh, fresh. Lee very Bill. fresh. Very fresh. Doesn't even have stickers on it yet. Fresh, I no. think. Sans race car livery. You can um, fix that. You can fix that. Yeah, I want mm. to. Maybe I should print some SES stickers and if he doesn't have a sponsor, we could we could nab the doors. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Lowe's uh, Volvo 240 Turbo, which mm. looks like a pretty cool thing. Uh, tarmac rally car. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Mike kind of looked at the rules and went, what can I build? I guess we can chat about mm. this. I don't. I don't want to give it away because you know, Mike uh, interviewed Mike on the phone for the story the other day, and obviously you'll feed in your your impressions. But um, his point of building this car was really interesting because he, for those that have been around the rally, you might know Mike. He's got a lot of really cool stuff, but he um, <laughs> is sort of more. What's, what's, the, what's the engine in that Nikki? The Nikki Ha Yamaha yeah, R one Yamaha uh, Nikki. R1. Yeah, Nikki with a Yamaha R1 engine in the back, and he's got some classics, and um, and he's sort of more well known for rallying Fiat's and Arbaths, that that type of thing. Um, and yeah, it's the time for his next car. He had the goal of wanting to win the classic section at Targa New Zealand, um, so he's gone. All right, I need to beat an E30 M3. So what's quicker than an E30 M3? And it, initially, he wanted to stick Fiat Group. Busby's RX7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can help you out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he wanted to stick Fiat Group. And, and then he's sort of going, well, really, the only thing that's going to kind of come close to an M3 is like a 131 Arbath. But you're talking hundreds of grands in twin cam heads and all of the, the tricky stuff, which is... I was, I was actually doing, you know, mm. late night Googling that you do um, when your mind doesn't switch off after spending all night editing a magazine. <laughs> um, and there's this, there's this place, Eastern Block European uh, place that m- manufactures 16-valve heads. So they're doing castings and new castings again. Yep. It's 12,000 euro with nothing in it, just bare casting. Yeah. So, but, you know, build yeah. of 16-valve, 131 starts getting yeah. out of control. So, it's yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So Mike's gone, looking around the options, and then he said he was out at Malalara at a super sprint, and he saw someone that was... um you know, had this Volvo 240 out there and he's gone, okay, looked into it. 242 Turbo, the GT. So that's the two-door coupe, 1979, but they were basically the same until, what, the early 90s pretty much. 2005. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But he's looked into it and he's gone, hang on a minute, these things are lighter than an E30 M3. He's thinking sub 1,200 kilos. And with the turbo motor, they make more power. So he's gone, okay, lighter, more powerful. And then the more he's looked into it, he's found that you can actually buy the bits for them because they drift them a lot in, you know, the Nordic countries. They're really popular. Mm-hmm. So that means that things like manual gearbox conversions for like strong gearboxes, LSD units, axles, like all of the tricky stuff you, you want to go, you know, motorsport and these things is all off the shelf. Parts are shared with Ford, parts are shared with Jeep. He was saying, you know, for, I'm giving the whole story away now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Don't give um, too much away, but <laughs> this but, part number. <laughs> no, but it, but it was fantastic. It was, you know, he was sort of saying how he was looking for a limited stiff diff. And then he, it's basically a Dana rear end, which was shared with the Jeep Cherokee mm. of the era. Mm. 600 bucks off the shelf mm. from Melbourne, LSD unit, brand new pops up. And anyway, yeah, he says this thing. Could have bought a whole Jeep Cherokee for that. For the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's getting... 250 horsepower at the rear wheels on a 300,000 K engine with standard pretty much everything. 
um next step after you know once they're going to run the other rally the next step is to is to look into inlet manifolds and valves and heads and you know build it and then he's thinking sort of you know 350 at the rear wheels is pretty achievable in something mm -hmm. that's you know sub 1200 kilos ready to rally that's um yeah I think you'll have fun tomorrow. <laughs> that yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. so. Well, you know, if mm. you are around at six AM in the Crafers Allgate Balhanna <laughs> area. <laughs> Watch a white brick tearing Watch down the road. Brick <laughs> tearing down the road. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, speaking no, of that'll be, that'll be cool. Um speaking of bricks. <laughs> do you need a break? <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say, speaking of um vehicles tearing through the Adelaide Hills. Um mm. Adelaide, Adelaide Kills Rally. Yeah. It just happened. It did. How was it? Great and terrible all at the same time. <laughs> As most rallying is. <laughs> yeah. Series no. of mega highs and mega lows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And sleepless yeah. nights, funnily enough. Well, um, there's a theme <laughs> developing here. Yeah. Don't go rallying and don't make make, make a magazine. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. Um I was hanging out with uh, Ash and Buzz, um, Ash and Michael. Um, Who Buzz listeners Lyon. would know as the driver of the RX-7 with the yeah. stickers on it. Yep, absolutely, hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, so I think most people know, but like, I think Buzz is, is seriously considering shifting that vehicle on. Um, so decided to drive his old 86 in this rally, which is really hmm. cool. Um, so there's a bit of prep work beforehand and it was just a, a pretty boring white 86. And so, you know, pre-event, he's kind of said, oh, you know, we've got some sponsors mm -hmm. we got to do some stickers for and stuff. And, oh, do you want to chuck some SCS stuff on? I went, yeah, yeah, sure. No worries. And then of course, what happened after that, Andrew, we had messages <laughs> galore going backwards and forwards with, oh, check hey, out this cool thing. How about why did you do this? <laughs> And uh, you wouldn't think three coloured stripes would be so difficult. <laughs> so we ended up settling on. Actually, I can probably, I could probably bring up a picture. Um, we're talking about. We basically yeah. settled on a very similar kind of colour scheme to the Salikas of North American IMSA days. Mm, um, it's a very good looking, looking yeah, livery. Yeah, it I is. have a hang. I have a hankering for like a Hilux surf utility four by four with those colors down the side. But I think that would be oh. oh, so good. Oh, so, so good. good. Um, actually, I might. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'll bring it up in a minute. Um, yeah. So anyway, we 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 settled on that, and um, you know, so we got the uh, sponsors livery all like uh, sponsor stuff all sorted, which was cool. Um, mm. We uh, you know got. Uh, all their stuff cut out. Thank you, Xander Boys and Garage again. Uh, I feel like we need to print some stickers for him. Actually, I spoke to him before we get a run to <laughs> for Adelaide Rally before then. But uh, Xander, much Look, I thought you were. Again. I thought you weren't telling people you had access to a vinyl cut. Uh, I thought well, that was on the down low. <laughs> you can share in my pain of doing that. Uh, uh, if That's you do, if you do want stickers done, uh, they will come at a hugely exorbitant fee. So that you, know, want you want me to done, do them? Go and go and speak to a professional vinyl cutter. <laughs> go and speak to a professional vinyl cutter. This is purely. Yeah. That's uh, a gorgeous looking car. So, what if you got the red, orange, and yellow sort of diagonal stripes down the sort of the flank of the car? Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. That's so cool. yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude, so difficult. Hey, like 
props to the people who do like actual sticker work but you can see like round like trying to get around this thing and then the concave mm. convex and then cut this and then i never thought that that center body line there would be so <laughs> hard like that changes the shape of the um of of the vinyl so much trying to go because it, it dips yeah. in so it you've got to account for the yeah, yeah so wow. we, we were there and of course yeah. so we buzz and ash came around on um on the wednesday night pre-rally <laughs> so this is, this is the timeline for this right wednesday night last minute motorsports <laughs> yeah wednesday night Buzz comes around, Buzz and Ash comes around. Like, yeah, we'll cut the stickers out and we'll weed them because one of the worst things about sticker making and anyone who does vinyl cut mm. stuff, like props to um, those guys because like picking out the negative bits, oh, the, man, weeding. the weeding, ugh. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> anyway, so uh, did did all the weeding, came around, did the weeding, figured out that we wouldn't cut the lines, we'd measure it on the night. Yeah. Kind of figure out, well, that's not that bad. It won't be ah, that Just bad. chuck it on. How hard could it just be? Chuck, just chuck it on how hard could it yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and then, so we were there on the, so we went around the workshop on the Thursday night, started putting some of the stickers on, coffees, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, you know, after yeah. work type of thing. And then before you know it, there's string lines and tape and <laughs> eight different rulers and a laser level, like a laser <laughs> line level and stuff, trying to get these damn stripes straight mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you don't want to have an uneven gap between the white. And then we're like, oh, do we line them up exactly? And we're like, well, no, because then you don't have any wiggle room for a mistake. Yeah. It's like they have to be lined up or overlapping or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, next minute, it's 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and... Poor Michael Ash had gone by then. She was a smart one. Poor Michael. Yeah. Had, poor Michael had to go and do recce the next day. Oh. So Friday was like seven a.m. in Crawford, uh. ready to recce a two-day recce in one day. <laughs> now, call me crazy, but I think trying to do recce for a two-day event and only allowing one day where recce no. is able to be done is just was that. Oh. The events, the events rule, or 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 did did yeah, it was like the forest wasn't open. Sorry, yeah, uh, obviously think, there's. I'm yeah. sure that they, I'm sure they have their reasons for for doing that. Yeah, sorry, um, I need to of change my focus. Adjusting your camera here, yeah, like yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there's reasons, you know, forestry time and not. Yeah. To, whoa, that's very zoomed. I'm zoomed. So apologies man. for people listening to audio only because yeah, it's um. But yeah, I mean, like I'm very well aware that there's always reasons behind these decisions, but still, two days in one day is, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So poor, poor Buzz had a big, big day. Uh, yeah, there you go. that's better, much better. Actually, in focus now too. Um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You got well, better out of focus, man. Well, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> um, I'm tired. It's been a few. So anyway, <laughs> Wednesday night, no sleep. Thursday night, yeah. no sleep. Friday, work like crazy. Um, Friday night, we were doing uh, what were we getting ready? I feel like oh, we were doing like magazine stuff. Mm. So then we had to be in the forest. Like, so I had to be up at Burwood, which was great. Like for that event, we were uh, service park was at Burwood Motor Museum. Yep. They got the big grass area at the back, um, which is phenomenal. And it was really, it was actually a really good spot for it, just because you had. Mm. Uh, you know, it wasn't like a, a showgrounds or something. Uh, yeah. You know, there were toilets that weren't 
great. But yeah, no, like you were close into town. There was a beautiful cafe across the road. You know, you pub. could pub, mm. which yeah, yeah. So it was just cool to be there. Um, so yeah, that was it. That was a big morning. Um, uh, everyone had a really cool day Saturday, I think, or the the crew mm. that we were with. So um, Michael and Ashley won their class in P two. Mm-hmm. Um, Guy Tyler and Mike Dale came first in outright and in their division and Zane, yeah. just 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 to interrupt we'll talk we'll get to Zane but oh, yeah, yeah and Zane oh sorry Zane and Zane oh, yeah. Zane popped second which is pretty cool as well fantastic but, I was gonna say the in-car footage if anyone is out there and wants to see something that's properly on the edge and properly oh, go and watch some of um Guy and Mike's in-car footage it's on Facebook it's on on Guy's YouTube channel and um Talk about commitment. Like hmm. they were, yeah, that's, um, that, they were quick. They he were was quick. quick on that day. <laughs> so like on that, on that Saturday, Guy was very much in the zone. Like when he, cause we were set up next to them for mm. service. So when he came back from stages and, you know, he'd come back first, we'd kind of, I'd, you know, we'd, we'd help a little bit, not too much, not yeah. getting into nitty gritty. The other boys are doing that, but yeah, yeah. put a jack stand in, yeah. make sure there's that there or, or something like that. Anyway, we were, um, he was just calm. Like he was just in the flow. And so he was, he was pushing, he, he was, he was like, no, I'm not, I'm not pushing a hundred percent. And it's like, he, he was like just, flowers wedged into the front grill of the thing. Yeah. yeah. If you come yeah. back to service with, with shrubbery in the front of your car, I think that class is pushing. Anyway, so he had uh, he had a good <laughs> run this Saturday and it was pretty cool. We finished up at um, at Mid Murray Motorplex Triple M. Yep, and uh, which was which was really cool. Um, I'd never been out there before. Um, mm-hmm. Dusty as anything, um, but really got some cracker light towards the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. We had some of those shots are beautiful. That that's, shot there, which was cool. That was amazing. Yeah, that that is a guy Tyler Evo sitting among the dust. Thing. So I guess to try and describe it for audio only listeners, it's like a just a sunset, lots of dust, haze, beautiful blue skies with the cloud kind of rolling in. It could be you know safari rally type type vibes. <laughs> yeah, no giraffe, no giraffe, <laughs> no giraffe. Hopefully okay. no wombats. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Finished off there. Um, we had uh, our crews had a bit of a. Oh, what was that one? Where's the other one? That one of Zane's pretty cool too. Mm, that one. That's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, guy slowed down near the end of his run because he thought there was an issue with um, engine or something like that, or gearbox or something. He mm-hmm. he kind of really coasted. He thought the clutch was slipping. I think. Um, yeah. So he coasted near the end, and. Um, Buzz had an issue where, yeah, we broke a broke a tire road end, which was fun. Uh, yeah. so he he crabbed it, <laughs> he crabbed it around the. Um, I was like, why is he why is he so slow? Because the wheel was literally just flapping. So, <laughs> um, that was a fun. That made for a fun Saturday night. Yeah, uh, quite a late finish actually. Mm. Um, and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was pretty crazy. Um. Uh, yeah, but it was it was cool kind of because they did like stadium event type things, so they had crossovers and, um, I yeah I got this shot of Zane, which was cool, where he was um, which kind of demonstrated what they did. They actually redid the the um, uh, the 
course and redid oh, a whole, whole section so they had a crossover it's not nice. usually set up for that yeah and I, yeah i think it was a really cool addition to it like yeah um, like yeah. have like a uh you know that special stagey kind of thing where mm. where you're watching the crews battle it out was really cool um, yeah. interestingly and not surprisingly it was quite a dusty loose surface so <laughs> um all the high power rear wheel drive cars couldn't do much and people <laughs> with low power front wheel drives were just Smash walking it, it in, so walking yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. Can't put power yeah. down. So what? <laughs> I got no power. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and uh, also as well, uh, the the Fiesta R5, which was a bit of a oh, bit of a that's, thing. That's such a good bit of kit. Oh, like the AGI, um, the AGI Sport. With Luke yeah. So Luke, Luke and Aaron, Andy. Yeah. Um, they yeah. had a bit of a they had a bit of a plague weekend. Um, unsurprised like. Guy was pushing him hard, which was pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> In the he, Evo, his old banger Evo. He was he like he had a target on their back, I think, trying to hit them. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, yeah, they were played. They had clutch issues, and yeah. and I think they ended up wrecking the manifold and was blowing hot air on the firewall. I think Andy said or something. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. The thing about these cars is just phenomenal. Is just like the way they duck and dive and get into corners, mm. get out of corners and like hit a jump that everyone really shakes around and that thing just eats it up. It's just yeah. unbelievable. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's just, is that, what do you think? Is that mostly suspension technology? You know, I mean, I assume that would have, you know, rigor dampers or whatever that's yeah, yeah, yeah. at the moment. Like it just absorbs it and keeps the, the body control nice so, and flat. And yeah, we, we yeah. were talking about this a bit because like I was like, wow, like yeah. how cool the shocks, and you look at the look angle, at the of thickness of the shock bodies. There. Yeah, thickness yeah. of the shocks, but also the angle as well. So mm. we were talking, like I was talking with Buzz about this quite a bit, um, and it's actually that you know this is WRC technology type stuff where the shock is mm. at that angle so that it can clear the hub and the drive line, and like so sort of so you facing get the, rearwards at about a forty-five degree angle instead of well, sort of straight up. Yeah, horizon. so that so yeah. you can get you can get the shock travel. But without having the stupid ride height where you're like eight foot off the ground, like a, ah. a like a like a jacked Jeep Renegade or something. Yeah, so yeah. The shock body actually passes through behind the brake caliper and everything actually goes down behind the axles and everything. Oh, no way. Yeah, That's... and they've and they've got it designed so the caster is not heavily affected, right? The caster mm. is still straight up and like you know a little bit back caster like a little bit of negative caster but not not crazy um yeah. but that's purely for shock travel so that they get the the with a with a low ride height yeah 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 wow yeah pretty that's cool. i must admit that's kind of a similar sort of setup to what the um you know the big off-road trucks and the stadium trucks run with the big kind of cantered shocks yeah after time going up to sort of the b pillar kind of region you know when you yeah. see them on the yeah that's that's very cool that's the type of stuff that you just can't really do in your shed at home. <laughs> Makes it hard. <laughs> Unless you've got a really cool shed. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really cool to see that thing out and about and, mm. and bobbing around and, and especially yeah. in that especially in that situation too where you can watch the speed difference with that thing versus something else. Oh. So that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty big weekend. Um, the Sunday mm. wasn't as much fun. Um, Zane... In his WRX, which is like Zane was last year's um, mm -hmm. state champion, he spat a drive shaft um, on on, the, on on Sunday. Um, guy had some engine problems. 
Um, they started hearing some stuff and went, nah, we're not going to risk binning a very expensive motor for the sake of that because they're, yeah. they're doing Adelaide Rally and they want to have a prop crack at that and, yeah. and obviously not keep pouring money down a hole. <laughs> um, basically so motorsport. Out. Yeah, and, and yeah, basically motorsport. And then poor Ash was pretty sick on Sunday. So um, mm. she was up vomiting in the morning and went through uh, the first few stages and chucked up in the car and just yeah, uh, bit, of, yeah. bit of a yucky day for her so yeah and so we were still having steering issues with with uh with the 86 we got through that and then uh luckily just as we finished doing that andy and luke came back on with their car on the back of a trailer and so <laughs> michael's like andy what are you doing jump in so, <laughs> um it must have been a bit of a change for andy to go from r5 to 86 <laughs> but in terms of speed and travel correct, correct me if i'm wrong but i think it what andy's very early co-driving days was in that very car with buzz so that's a a step back from yeah r5 technology to a, a single yeah 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 life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that, that was cool. that was pretty crazy but um yeah, so it was, a, it was a you know typical rally weekend. Lots of really mm -hmm. highs, lots of really lows. Molly did amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I think Molly uh, Spalding in her Integra, she's got a yeah pretty cool Integra. I think when we were talking at the podium, she finished fifth outright on a stage or something like wow. that. Like she went, she was she was Fantastic. had a very good weekend. So that mm. was pretty cool. Yeah, congratulations. Cool um, good, good, good to see. Mm. Good to see our our friends doing well and yes, well but to be there to support them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's what we were doing there. Well, um, and you were away too. Yeah. No, we, um, we, we were both out doing motorsport. Which was yeah, it was just one of those days. We kind of missed last week's podcast because we were sort of chatting and, and we just were in different parts of just everywhere. It just wasn't possible. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I was very, very lucky to be uh, at Speed Week, which... I never actually asked anyone. It wasn't actually a week. It was three days. So <laughs> anyway, speed week. Speed um, long weekend. It sounds a very, long very weekend. I wouldn't have expected that name out of the UK. That sounds like a very US kind of. Yeah, yeah. Super speed, speed week mega ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, so, so basically what, what happened is, so I was just thinking about this. We'll, we'll go back to the start because. People that don't know what what Goodwood is, it's it's a big country estate down in sort of Sussex, so maybe southwest of London, maybe an hour hour, hour and a half sort of southwest of London. Um, and yeah, like like all the big old country estates over here, when you um, sort of remove um, funding from various colonial resources, it's yeah. very hard to keep these properties together. So most of them have kind of. Gone what are you going to do with your? Nine thousand acres. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe we don't have a. Yeah. Anyway, no. That's, that's yeah. Anyway, don't, don't start down that route. How? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so most of these sort of big old country estates have been sort of turfed up into various small holdings and turned and their country houses turned over to the national trust as you know public monuments because they just cost a lot to upload to sort of maintain. And Goodwood, they they in the nineties famously turned to events and they developed their estate and they put a couple of golf courses in and they, obviously there was the, the Goodwood, the racetrack, which was an original sixties racetrack, which interestingly enough was only actually racing circuit for about eight years in period. Um, mm. So they renovated that. Um, they started festival of speed. Um, they Aerodrome. Yeah. The, the Goodwood flying, they, they yeah. started revival. Then more recently they've started members meeting. And of course this year, um, 
you know, it was the charting. I was thinking about this. It was the sort of the charting of the the pandemic was, you know, when when members meeting back in March was cancelled, everyone was shocked and aghast and like, oh, this 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 virus must be serious if they're cancelling. <laughs> <laughs> like we, you know, Festival of Speed yeah. was cancelled and everyone was sort of a bit like, ah, okay, I kind of saw that coming. And then yeah, no one ever ever expected revival to, to happen in September. So what they decided to do was to put a closed door sort of internet only event together where they would take kind of the highlights of the three cancelled events and sort of roll them into one one event which was streamed out live uh, around the world. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I was very lucky to, to be invited to go and work as part of Goodwood's social media team there. So there's no way in the gate other than you know, working there, it's, it's not not even media, no no sort of, you know, spectators or anything. It was just drivers, crews and Goodwood staff. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting experience. Um, mm. It was, it was like a track day, but, you know, you've got Formula One teams there and you've got, you know, cars from the Porsche Museum. And and it was just, it was just really weird because you, you had the bones of a Goodwood event. You had all of the grids. The racing was just as intense as, as it ever is. The big name drivers were all there. Like it was all there, but there was just nobody there. There were no spectators. Like you'd sometimes there were moments you're standing in the paddock and you're next to, you know, the 1970 Lamore 24-hour winning Porsche 917. You know, it's... It, arguably the most important Porsche in history and that you can't see another person. There is not another person in sight. Like there was one time when I looked around and there just was nobody there because everyone was either a driver or a mechanic or they were there doing a job. And um, yeah, it was, it was very cool. It was very cool, but it was also very, very odd in a sense. It kind of felt like a 1960s race weekend in that there's no, no bullshit there's no drivers club there's no hangers on there's no you know social climbers there to you know like it's just drivers mechanics racing lap times it's like like being at malalara for, for a super sprint like but the cars are you know porsche 962s and, and you know variety cars. <laughs> on bgp you know the brawn the championship winning brawn from 2009 <laughs> you know and uh yeah so it was it was a very cool experience. A very cool experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you went. You, you know, we we obviously saw from social media, and you know, we're, we're running some of that stuff and a story in the in issue yeah. four or two, in the next issue. Um, because you were kind of a bit, you got out a little bit, but you were locked away a little bit too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I was there. You know, my, you my were there friend, to work. <laughs> work yeah. yeah, and. That, that that's fine but but it was great i was able to get out for a couple of hours with the camera which was really good but mm. yeah they one of the the, the the most surreal moments was they they ran this um this rally stage around and they sort of took the took advantage of the fact that there were no spectators there to do things that they they just you can't do when there's you know thirty thousand people there mm. one of the things they did was they ran a drone up and down the main straight um filming the races and some of which obviously can't do when there's grandstands full of people right there. And some of the shots they got off this drone was just incredible, you know, mm. zooming around that the racing was cool. The other thing they did was they ran a, a rally stage, sort of a six-stage rally event, and they used all of the perimeter roads and the access roads and the tunnels, which are normally all of the spectator areas during revival, mm. and they turned that into a rally stage. Um, and... Cool. 
you know, for, for anyone that's been to Goodwood, you've got the the kind of there's this tunnel that goes under the pit straight, and it's a mm. it's a very square. You just one car wide, like you just fit a car through there, and that was part of the kind of like the Bathurst tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, you go to Bathurst and you go on there, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, just a very narrow sort of thing. And yeah, that was part of the rally stage. So you had all these group <laughs> Delta S4s and two F5 T16s and Quattros and and all the others, you know, and, and modern R5 cars and sort of, you know, your 90s Subarus, you know, the, the Colin mm. McRae GT8s and that, running through there at night with the headlights and the anti-lag just banging and echoing out of the tunnel. <laughs> Very cool. But, yeah, no, no, there was, when you were sort of saying we were there to work, there was this one moment when where our office was was sort of right next to where the rally stage was going for one of their stages. And we're kind of head down, um, you know, typing away with the window there. And then you just hear this, and then you kind of literally just look out the window from where you're sitting and there's a 205 T16 sliding sideways past the bottom of your door and off into that. And you're going, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a distraction. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that is a distraction. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was, it was a very, very special experience. And um, it's wonderful to work with the team and to be a part of their event and um yeah and great that we can we can run a story on it which is which is cool so. yeah well i mean arguably like the way that they i've always enjoyed the way that they present their events um as an outsider overseas only mm. being able to access social media and then only being able to access live stream stuff yeah. the way in which they engage and the way in which they deliver what's happening is is pretty cool gets a bit infomercially every now and again but it wasn't anywhere near the <laughs> Burwood. <laughs> no, no, and, and the thing, you know, I, I'm going to leap to their defense a bit, obviously, because I'm now was part of that. Yeah. That, but, 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 and this was my defense of the Beta Bird, which actually, to be fair, I, I think the Beta Bird did on their live stream, they did go too far down the commercial path. But yeah, uh, these if, things, maybe that's the maybe that's an idea for next year, Andrew. Yeah, uh, Who, who'd be behind the SCS live stream? That'd be kind of cool. It's, but it's going to come with our commentary. Oh, no. <laughs> our honest commentary. <laughs> That'd be but good. No, another thing, you know, just to go back to, to the commercial side of it, it's like yeah. none of this stuff is free to put on. It's mm. incredibly costly. Like we're talking tens of millions of pounds. I mean, they they had to do that live stream. Yeah, They had 90 cameras. They had 90 television cameras. They had 180 production staff putting that together. They had 12 miles of cabling. They had Mark Webber pre presenting it, you know, all of, you know, 180 times day rates of freelancers in the TV industry. Like it's, it's expensive stuff. Um, yeah. And you've got to recoup that investment back. And if, you know, if the cost of watching a free live stream of some great racing is seeing a MasterCard ad, <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 20 yeah. minutes, like go for it. Yeah. yeah and look, yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't nagging yeah. on that. It's like out of all yeah. of them, I think they do it the most, um considerate i think that's the mm -hmm. right word for it of the audience um and i think the way that they blend what's happening in with like the ads and and what's going on yeah. is yeah it, it's well thought out and it's done tastefully yeah. i don't there's not too much overt but that, tacky stuff in there but that beta bird would run <laughs> man it's like at least goodwood yeah. at least goodwood like shows the cars <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I love I love hearing the commentary, but you can yeah. put audio over video in case you don't know, and you can yeah, like, yeah, yeah. show people's faces when they're talking. <laughs> I just wanted, and I I, I assume <laughs> I'm not alone in this. Not I'll by the comments up. anyway. Not by the comments. My goodness, a live stream camera 
at the bit where everyone leaves. So you can just watch all the cars leave and be like, oh, there's mum and dad. Hey, <laughs> you know, like that's it. Done. Anyway. Well, I did. It was a good thing to for them to do. I, th I thought the live stream was a good. I step. did just get a new iPhone today and new iPhone data. Is that a new iPhone? I thought that was one from like five years ago. Oh, it is. It looks pretty similar. Hey, look, it's got the same. Right. And everything. The 12. Is slightly bigger. Um, anyway, that comes with uh, a lot more data. So uh, def definite, definite next year beta bourbon live stream. I reckon is should be in order. We'll, we can set up a little. We can set up a little table. Have some. Say. Have some San Pellegrino. Put on some white linen shirts and like go to town. Right. How good I that think. Be? I think the way we should do it. I'll get to the question. Um, <laughs> I think the way we should do it is a, a little table on Anzac Highway. Um, with a in little the middle? Bay. No, 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 off to the side. Oh, okay. And we want a little bay where SES readers, because there's a lot of SES readers, like we're doing the Beta Bourbon. That's kind of yeah. why I stayed up till 2 a.m. tuning into the live stream, because I wanted to see people and, you know, see who was there. I reckon a bit where anyone that's in the Beta Bourbon could kind of pull off and stop in our little driving bay and we stick the microphone in and we have a chat and then we oh. join in with roasting the other cars driving past and they take off and we just, I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, and we could even like dual camera it so you can still see the cars coming past. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Well as doing the yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it'd be, be all about that. Yeah, and we get maybe four or five of us, so there's enough chat that there's a bit of banter flowing. And yeah, we need we need to great. get we'll, uh, we need to get Kennards to sponsor us. Yeah. And generator and generator start. and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, everyone knows where we are. Let's make oh. that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and then anyone who's a, any fan or reader can join can join our live stream and stop and have their car stop on. Stop to hive, and and we yeah. won't and we won't interview the same car six times throughout the broadcast. No in different formats. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ten points. They picked their people and they found their thing, but like you don't, you don't need to interview the same person four times in a. In I don't a want stream. to shit on people. Like I, I think it, I think it's a great development. I, I think the idea of a live stream. Hey, and the, and the fact that they actually got it to happen is pretty yeah. cool too. Like that's I think it's right. So I'm not not completely getting stuck in, but yeah, more a little bit more, <laughs> more on the cars. I was frustrated so had, watching it. It was just frustrating watch. That's all. Like you know, I was I was drinking, so <laughs> it was like two a.m. It's like well, two a.m. <laughs> Right. I was rubbing people up in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there were, there were quite a few negative yeah. comments towards the the lack of automotive vision. Yeah, um, I was I was getting more excited by watching like the dual cab utes getting on the live stream that were coming past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that Triton! Look at that! Oh, she's got just dual. the ordinary, yeah. the ordinary traffic. The ordinary that traffic. Cool. That was exciting. So, had a comment, Giancarlo. <laughs> Do you still want your X19? Happy to take it off your hands, mate. No, mate. That thing is uh, prized Forever. out of my my cold dead hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Thank that you. Is. Thank you. But no, that's uh, she's 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 uh, she's a life of that one. When you've had when you've had a first car that long, that becomes a forever car. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, actually, to be fair, we we do have a plan. I think Luke's going to hopefully try and take it out and give it a bit of a run and. Get it break down. No, have I? Have yeah, I can do. Yeah, yeah. I can. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe after rally. Well, I guess I guess you can't. Yeah. So so it sits in in my parents' shed. Um, Dad wheels it out every um every sort of few months and starts it up and warms it up and takes it around the block and keeps it sort of lubricated and running and mm. yeah and, and I mean hope I mean 
in 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 an ideal world i'd be home driving it every sort of you know eight to ten months but i guess with this you know coronavirus situation and the inability to even come back to australia if we wanted to which we do want to um we just physically can't can't get back um mm. yeah that that's sort of the only reason why it hasn't been out for a year basically yeah so, well yeah. i think it was the last time i like properly drove it on oh, no, was that what do i tell you last year was it after you came down or before it would have been before that was before that's right yeah because okay, then you came down at the end of the year and drove it again mm. Because the secret, the secret um, problem with it is that nobody actually likes driving it except me. It's actually not very nice. But... I like it. <laughs> you've got to. Um, I enjoy it now that it's got. It. I enjoy it that it's got better tires on it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that old tire understeer was a bit sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Got good rubber on it now. But no, no, it's, no, just, no it's, it is, it's, a, it's a quirky car, and mm. you've built it. And I think when you're involved in the build process, you switch yourself off from a lot of those little things <laughs> that are different that most people don't expect. But no, it's a great fun, different. No, it's a great fun car to drive. I think it's awesome. Well, I would happily drive it more. But you're going to have to contend out. with Andy's car too because Andy's car is about to lob. Mm. I Exciting time. Shipping. Yeah, it is. I got a shipping update saying that it should be here on the 27th. So who raised So I guess this is, this is our... Uh, the way the world works these days in strange ways. Our friend Andy Metcalf, who has, he's my mate here in London, who has the Boxster, who got me into Boxsters. Mm. He has an Alpha 105 back in Australia, similar situation to um, to mm. my X19 in that it was his treasured, treasured Alpha, you know, that he had. And then when he moved over to the UK, didn't know what to do with it, but didn't want to sell it. So it's been kind of bouncing around various mates' garages and the dealers drive it, exercise it, but how's it? And um, Luke will be its next custodian for the next yeah. little bit. So, so that's cool. That's finally mm. coming. Um, uh, the regular times it takes for cars to come from Melbourne to Adelaide has vastly increased over the last <laughs> few months. But that's good. Um, so that's coming. Uh, oh, other things as well we could probably talk about because it's kind of relevant to what's coming up in, mm. in the next few weeks um, with stuff. So we've got uh, the next issue that will be printed next week and we'll be going in all the competitors' boxes, which is really cool. Um, hence, hence the big rush. We weren't planning on having it ready until kind of mid to late November. But uh, because of uh, the rally doing a different briefing style this time, they're not having mm -hmm. dealership briefings for the tour, and they're not having um, a big briefing at... Uh, the Arkabar anymore for competitors. Um, well, just getting 700 people together in a small enclosed space is not good anymore. Apparently, it's, apparently, it's, not bad. Bad. apparently it's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Tim and the guys wanted to make sure that competitors had enough time to come in and pick up their boxes and, and all of their information and then watch some online um, introductory briefing stuff. So hence why the timeline's gone crazy. But uh, so that'll get done. But a part of the rally sponsorship that we're doing, um, we're doing Mount Lofty sponsorship, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I actually haven't spoken to you about this yet, but Dad's going to build the trophies, which is really cool. Oh. Um, so we discussed the layout and everything. And, and what we're going to do is, which I think we've kind of spoken about, but we're going to do like a, a, a cutout of the Mount Lofty stage. And then we're going to put that mm -hmm. on some... Uh, some standstone bases so dad's going to cut them out make yeah, the standstone cool. bases and, and do the trophies up which would be pretty cool so That's um 
I think we're going to have four, so one for modern mm-hmm. comp, one for classic comp, and then and then for um, modern and classic in challenge as well. Challenge. So the the yep. the, the timed um, classes we're going to have have those for, which is pretty cool. Um, we still haven't come up with a name though. It needs to basically be King of the Hill, but not King of the Hill. Well, this is, this is this is so Xander's been Xander's been pushing me pretty hard, and he keeps sending me messages about this, and it's really funny. He like, uh, yeah, he's he's you know he's trying to make it he's trying to make it happen. Um, the Lord of Lofty was his suggestion. Mm-hmm. Sounds a bit to colonial. Sounds well, a bit colonial. I think that's what he was going for. <laughs> Makes you sound like a tea plantation owner or something like that, you know. <laughs> come, come and try my Dilma. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still a bit lost as, as to what to call it, but we're going to have to figure Lord that out pretty soon. Yeah, the Lord of Lofty. Nah, Lord doesn't imply imply that you've won something through your own efforts. Lord implies that you've inherited the with the victory. Like Lord is a, is a hereditary title, so that kind of means that you've well, just done, if you you're born into the King of Lofty, which mm. uh no. Oh maybe. Born into the destiny maybe. of winning Lofty. I don't know. Um <laughs> you, you, uh, or unless you've seen one of those Facebook ads to purchase that little plot of land in Northern Ireland or whatever it is in Scotland or whatever mm. you can become a lord. Have you seen those? Have you have you seen those on your thing? No, no. Oh, man, they've been popping up on my feed hard. I don't even know. Maybe maybe because Xander messaged me something about Lord of Lofty. Lord. <laughs> I'm getting all these like know. Lord things. How can I get a title? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like literally you buy like a little small plot of land, like whatever size, and, and it comes with the title. Comes with a title, and your title is Lord or Lady, and then, or whatever it is. And then, and then what happens is nine months later, Luke's standing in the line at the coffee shop. Yelling like, "Don't you know who I am? <laughs> I'm <laughs> I've got I'm some so <laughs> like a, a family crest lapel pin on. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you're wearing like a barber jacket. Anyway, mm. um, so if anyone's got some great, if anyone's got some great ideas mm. for that, keep coming through because yeah. right now I can't divert divert any more brain power away from doing magazine stuff. <laughs> My brain is like stuck in that. In that yes, that train yeah, right now. Mm. So what we also say while we're talking uh, Adelaide Rally stuff, we need to give a plug to Adelaide Tarmac Pace Notes. Mm. So if you're an editor, our good friends Carl and Viso Alexander Visington writing the Pace Notes. So they seem to be supplying bloody most of the field. Every time I jump onto Facebook or Instagram, I see more people um, sharing their Pace Notes. They're out there now. So if you want to start wrecking, um, they're there. I think. I don't know if Carl's doing this for everyone, but I've certainly seen bespoke pictures on the front covers of Pace Notes. So I'm not sure if that's just a mate's benefit or if, if he's doing that for everyone. But uh, maybe. I mean, that's a pretty cool yeah. thing. I mean, uh, I couldn't imagine undertaking that. That's a. I mean, that's a writing pretty good pace notes. Well, I think writing Pace yeah. Notes, writing Pace Notes for other people too, is is a pretty oh. huge responsible task. And what he's doing is pretty cool. But um, he's. Uh, very graciously putting an ad in our magazine and you know i didn't realize this but he's like you know his thing is he was his cars like his pace notes were in cars that won more than any other pace notes which is pretty cool so yeah i mean that's that's a pretty big effort for someone who has only you know just started writing you know a few years now but like is relative compared to other people i think very new to the game 
You know what, though? I think it, it's a mindset because one thing I, I have noticed of Carl is we do give him a lot of stick for being very relaxed about a lot of things, but he does approach his motorsport with a very analytical, scientific approach. And even before he was writing his own pace notes, like, sorry, before he was selling them, I remember like he was writing his own notes from from his first event. He really had no interest yeah. in, in buying notes. And I'm very much the other, like, just, you know, hey, I don't want to have to do it. Give me your notes. Let's go. You know, like, but Carl was from day one. He was he was all about um, writing his own notes, finding those small wins. He he said about you know learning how to do it, speaking to the right people, getting the right advice, practice, 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 looking at it, and then you look at his results and like that nine four four of his really had what a, a third of the power of some of the other cars in his class, like some of the nine eleven. He was like, probably a third of a power from original. <laughs> original now, like a, a a quarter, you know, like and and yeah, like he he absolutely has annihilated them through corner speed, really corner speed and commitment. And and I think a lot of that came down to the notes that he was writing, whereas a lot of the other guys were, were probably sort of doing what what we do, just kind of fly in two days beforehand and pick up someone else's notes and go and have some fun. And you know, so and he had a lot of success doing that. So I think um. Well, and that success yeah. has been repeatable too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so, it's a natural bit. so what's so. what's the winning formula for Adelaide Rally then? Sports car safari stickers and oh, Adelaide Armac uh, pace yeah. notes. Anyone wants to win? Guaranteed, not guaranteed. Sports car <laughs> safari stickers, Adelaide Armac pace notes. You can't go yeah. wrong. Can't go you wrong. Can't go wrong. No. <laughs> uh, well, on that to note, be fair, to be fair. Yeah, you know, and this is this is a, a like some sort of I don't know Trumpian coronavirus comment. But statistically speaking, you could draw some statistics to prove the notion that sports car safari stickers and Adelaide tarback pace notes <laughs> is what you need to win your class at Adelaide Rally. <laughs> La- the last twenty nineteen most successful stickers yeah. and pace notes pace in notes. the field. <laughs> Results don't lie. Results don't doesn't lie. lie. <laughs> it's. You know, you got to do the hands. It's you, the statistics don't lie. Yeah. You we know? just make friends with the right people. I don't know. <laughs> no. Did you? Did you watch? You didn't watch any of the debate, did you? No, I've, I've, oh, I. Nah. That's hard. That's a hard watch. Hey, that's a hard watch. How does anyone? I don't. What I don't understand with that thing. And sorry to get into politics for a few minutes. No, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm, uh, I'm all about. It. How does? How do they pick a winner out of that? That's what I don't get. How do you pick a winner out of two people just like? yelling at each other here's the thing is that they both won to their own people if you're on the left or if you're on the right like this is the trouble i think with modern politics is that it doesn't matter you don't need to win the debate you need to win to your your people and both and that be more left. people than the other people yeah. yeah like the fact that you yelled louder means that you won and if the other guy's claiming the same, it doesn't really matter. Like it's or if you or if you said your false statement more believably than the other yeah. guy, then off you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's uh yeah. 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 <laughs> Friday Friday nights, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Should do this again no. on Friday night. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, seriously, thank you everyone for for tuning in. Um yeah. we're gonna get back to magazine production. Sorry and, for um, being a bit, uh, I guess, from our part as well, missing last week. It was just uh, with Andrew's internet and our prep for rally. It just couldn't happen. And then uh, Andrew's lack of internet and our prep for rally again <laughs> this week. Uh, but next next week, the magazine should be at the printers. Um, I'll probably can't be doing... Can't find a guest for next week. We haven't done that for a while. Yeah, we probably should. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my surprise that turned up as well. Oh we yeah, go. surprise! I forgot about that. I like surprises. I, I found this on Facebook Marketplace and ordered it a couple of weeks ago. Whoa, whoa hang on, hang on, hang on, hang. This wasn't the same thing that you got me to buy. This no. Is, oh, good. That's good. That's, that's back then. <laughs> That deserves a whole issue, a whole uh, episode. <laughs> a whole episode. Ah. So I've taken to collecting 1970s and 1980s Brago 124th scale mm. models, which is very specific. But I just think they're really cool. That that you know, that's actually our, not. That's, our, that's kind of like our childhood was that that sh that size Brago, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. But these are the 70s. You know, this is a, a, a proper of the era. It's in mm. Martini livery, Carrera RS, 2.7 RS. And I was like, mm. saw it on the marketplace and thought, I need that. And then I ordered it and the guy posted it to me. And then we've been away for two weeks, completely forgot about it, walked through the door. <laughs> oh, ah, there it is. Anyway, that'll, no go nice, that'll go nicely next to the Stratos and the Land Rover. Yeah, exactly. Do you, have, my, do you have the Land Rover with you? Land Rover's back in Australia, but I can oh. get the Stratos. Yeah, the Stratos is... Sorry, this is really boring for anyone on audio but yeah the uh i love this the the alitali liveried uh strata sandra minari with the the stickers up there that's proper mm -hmm. and then uh, there's another safari 911 up there so i don't know it keeps you off the streets it's something to collect without and because they are so hard to find it mm -hmm. means that you get all the fun of the chase and the hunt but you find them so rarely that you don't end up with 400 bits of crap Cluttering yes, your life. I like, I like <laughs> matchboxes where all of a sudden yeah. you I'm come home with like 15 of them. Ah, what happened? <laughs> I'm gonna collect Hot Wheels. Okay, go to the supermarket. Oh man. <laughs> actually, actually, I think um Daniel Scott's gonna get himself in trouble with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, our, our mate has just had uh good old DS has just um had a baby. Uh mm. Bastion, which is pretty cool. Um, but he's I think he's going to start falling into the trap of doing what I was doing when Samuel first came around and every single Hot Wheel you find, you buy. <laughs> and he's like, Samuel. yeah, and Daniel got onto, um, <laughs> he went to uh, Target or Kmart or VW or what, I think it was Kmart or something, and he's like yeah. messaging me while he's there, like all these guys, oh, look what I found, look what I found. Because he went when they were unpacking the shelves, or sorry, unpacking the boxes, like stocking shelves, right? Mm. And he went there when there were two like Hot Wheel Nutter collectors opening boxes. So he Whoa. got he got the full like Whoa. I'm a collector experience of like opening yeah. fresh Hot Wheels boxes and finding everything and getting all excited. And so he's buying like cars that who cares that they're what kind of car is? Oh my, that that's cool. Like, you know, so <laughs> amazing. Pretty pretty steep, slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I'm, oh, yeah. uh, it is 10.30 here, and I need to keep doing some work on some You've still got four hours of work to do tonight. So. <laughs> well, actually, I think I'm going to call it a bit of early tonight because we've got another mm. early morning tomorrow. Obviously, with Mike Svelvo, so yeah. Yeah, with Mike Svelvo, which would be pretty cool. Um, mm. But yes, thank you. Sports Cast Safari, follow us uh, at Sports Cast Safari on all of the social platforms. Um, yeah. Keep we still, we still have um, we still have issue three available on the store mm -hmm. we will get as soon as up as soon as we get the magazine printed and out to the Adelaide rally people we'll get it up on the store again the store. and out to some of the cafes and shops that we yeah. have it as um and we're actually really cool issue. huh actually turned into a really cool issue it like, has. not that i cool. wasn't expecting it to be one but um i i thought after last issues um 
Jordan Roddy's amazing Mercilago story. When we published that, I was kind of a, a bit bittersweet because I thought, well, how are we going to, what are we going to do now? <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, no, but no, I, I think this is going to be a good issue. So, yeah. um, I, I reckon we should do like a little bit of a launchy, drivey, eventy thing for it too. So keep an eye out for mm. that. Um, I got an idea yep. in the back of my head and spoken to some some people that can do some cool things that might be a mini burger meat, maybe. Ah. Something. Well, we're only allowed to gather in groups of six in the UK. So um, I think we're like 150 now or something. I don't know. Oh, you'll be fine. I yeah, might have a, uh, a mini launch event with, with five of my closest friends. <laughs> Me, anyway. myself and I. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um, and as always, we've still got uh, stickers and shirts and everything in the shop. It'd be great if you could support us and purchase some of those. It would be cool. Yes. Ready for Adelaide Rally? Done. Actually, we should probably do some long sleeve ones. Mm, for people doing cams like approved. Ca cams approved long sleeve, um, like yeah, cotton shirts, like a cotton one that's that's cams approved. Yeah, mm. like a cotton long sleeve Motorsport shirt. Motorsport Australia that, approved. Sorry. Motorsport Australia approved. Just so that guys yeah. in like um, uh, Spirit Tour and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. Shout out if you want one. Yeah. Well, because I don't everybody. have much stuff to do. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thank you.